0: University of Missouri-St. Louis College of Education podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is David Stouffer and I get to be the recruitment coordinator for the UMSOL College of Education. Each week on this podcast, we will meet an innovator in the field of education, We will spend some time getting to know them and learning about their work and how it can help you in yours. It is my sincere hope that this podcast will be a source of encouragement and support as you work to continue impacting lives as an educator. My guest today is Dr. Emily Brown. Dr. Brown is in her fifth year and is an assistant professor of counseling at the University of Missouri-St. Louis College of Education. She's a licensed professional counselor and a nationally certified counselor. She's a registered play therapist supervisor. She began her career as an elementary school counselor in North Carolina and Tennessee. Her current research focuses on counseling and advocacy for children experiencing loss Crisis and Trauma. Dr. Brown, welcome.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: I'm Very interested in hearing about your experience as a school counselor. Uh, we're talking today about the UMSL School Counseling Program. What a better way to begin than to talk about your own personal experience in that role. So tell me a little bit about your background as a school counselor.
1: Sure. So I became a school counselor knowing that I liked being able to be in a school and provide services mental health services to all students you know the role of a school counselor is a little different than a clinical mental health counselor where often we are needing parents to bring students or children to sessions so i loved the idea of being in a school being able to work with all the students there so in my first school there were about 650 students and me as the one elementary school counselor which is not the ratios we recommend but it was the reality <laughs> right. um and you know I, I did a lot of different things every day was different as a school counselor but i really see the role of a school counselor is focusing on three areas of development And in elementary school in particular, my job was really about both prevention and intervention. So there were definitely areas in my job where I'm really supporting students academically. So students that needed additional support with study skills or just needed, um, you know, sometimes accommodations that I could help advocate for. So there was a lot of collaboration with teachers and administrators and parents really in that work. Then there's an element of the job of a school counselor that's really focused on career development. So while we might think of high school counselors doing a lot of you know, advising, helping with FAFSA forms or college applications, in an elementary school my job was a lot more focused on career awareness, helping students know about different jobs, understand you know the different options available for them for post-secondary education, that it's not just college for everyone, but it's really helping them think about college and career readiness throughout school, and then opportunities that would present themselves afterwards. And then there's a huge component of the job that's really focused on social-emotional development. So a lot of that mental health focus needs, so students you know, experiencing anxiety sometimes with the kindergartners, that's that separation anxiety coming into school. Um, You know, there's a lot of needs for, you know, today we talk a lot about emotional regulation. But just, you know, how are students expressing their feelings and their frustration? There were definitely some students with some pretty severe um, diagnoses, things that are going on, a lot that connects to trauma. Um, And so a lot of my work with them, you know, sometimes it was really working with families and getting them resources. Sometimes it was working with teachers to help talk about strategies they could use in the classroom. And a lot of the work was directly with the students. Um, I would do individual counseling with some of them. I would do small groups with some of them. Um, and then I, I did a lot of classroom lessons. So that's when I'm going into the classroom. School counselors actually have a curriculum that they use and standards that they are responsible for. So I'm going in and I'm I'm teaching whole class lessons about conflict resolution and about expressing our feelings and about friendship and I mean, so many different topics. So that's at least my experience in an elementary school. Um, But I, I think just really, you know, I saw my role in that building as an advocate for students that I have this mental health understanding. I recognize what healthy development looks like because of my training. I have the skills to do individual counseling and group counseling and classroom lessons. And I'm using those together to really think about holistic development and wellness for students. Mm -hmm. By definition, a counselor is someone who's focused on wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really seeing it from that lens of how do we help support students, support families, support educators really, um, to making sure that everyone has opportunities for success. Mm-hmm.
0: From your perspective as a school counselor, now as an assistant professor at UMSL overseeing the school counseling and the clinical mental health counseling program, what advice would you give educators today working in, in the field right now? Um, we're hearing and seeing districts shut down for a day or two for mental health days. Uh, because of the strain and the stress, not just on students but on educators. Um, what advice do you have for educators? What uh, what tips do you have for them in, in survival mode? In a lot of cases, in, in today's schools, what advice would you give?
1: Yeah, it's it, there's so much going on right now, and I know that the past couple of years have really amplified just this mental health need and, and kind of crisis that we're in. Um, you know, I, I think there's always the kind of the oxygen mask analogy of, of help yourself first um, and really recognizing that the stress that educators are experiencing is very real um, and it does definitely need to be addressed um, I, I think this there's so many entry points on this thinking about you know in what ways administrators can support this um, you know how educators can support each other too um, but I do think it is like knowing yourself knowing what you need to help take care of yourself right you know honoring that mental health that is there um and you know as as a counselor a lot of I mean this is going to be my my bias and my perspective but it really you know so much of the work that we do is relational and I I know there's so much pressure in schools for this you know the the metrics and the data and the numbers Mm -hmm. but I, I as a counselor I don't think we can get to those points if we don't have relationships and a sense of safety and trust um, and that's so much of that kind of trauma-informed perspective of recognizing that stress is there for everyone, mm-hmm. um, and but you, you can't really address that until there is a foundation of safety and security. So yeah, taking those mental health days, taking that time is an important part of that mm-hmm. for everyone around to be able to make it
0: through. Sure. The UMSL College of Education Master's in School Counseling, uh, how does that uniquely prepare someone for a career in this field? What is it about our program that's unique and how can somebody uh, learn more about it?
1: So I think our program has a couple of of key features to really highlight. Um, I think one is that we are, are kind of known for doing a really great job of preparing people for the role of counselor. There um, there are different perspectives on the role of school counselor, but I think here at UMSL, we definitely take the perspective that you are a counselor and honoring that part of the job. Um, And so there is a big focus on counseling skills and readiness. Part of it is that our program, our graduates are eligible, at least in Missouri, to become a licensed professional counselor. And so if you're going to do the clinical work after you graduate, you need a really strong counseling foundation. I think another unique feature is... um, It's just our our focus on social justice. Um, We know that in schools there is great inequity, in society there's great inequity, Um, and it's really important that as school counselors we are understanding that and knowing how to, for example, use data to have conversations about the need for policy change in order to support the success of students um so i think that is a big part of our training that we really focus on and making sure that our students have a, a solid understanding of, of their own privilege um, of what it looks like to advocate for clients and how to to do that advocacy work in systems um, and then I, I think some of the other we have several different um, elective courses are just specialty tracks for people to get additional focused training and experience we have several different classes focused specifically on career development several on play therapy or counseling for children and adolescents we have a class on trauma and crisis and loss Um, so those are just some of the offerings that we have here Um, really wanting people to feel prepared to do this work in school systems especially when they may be one or maybe one of three school counselors in the building And there is just so much on the school counselor um, being asked for resources Mm -hmm. and support, especially right now, given the, you know, the anxiety and depression and suicide rates among our youth. Um, So making sure that our school counselors feel equipped for that. There's a lot of support throughout the clinical experiences school counselors do about... 700 hours of clinical experiences across, normally across a year and a half, sometimes mm-hmm. across two years at the end of the program. Um, and so throughout that, there's a lot of great supervision and support for the readiness for the role.
0: Mm-hmm. So if someone is interested in pursuing our master's in school counseling, what would they need to do? Where do they start?
1: Yeah. So on the website, we have, um, there's a page on school counseling and there's a little red how to apply button. And I normally send them there to see that. Um, But I think sometimes it's also, you know, even before directly applying, it's learning more. So going to the American School Counselor Association's website, which is www.schoolcounselor.org. And just looking more about the role of the school counselor. You know, if you are connected to schools, having a conversation with the school counselor and finding out what they do, Um, And I think really seeing it you know, for the opportunities that are there, I think sometimes, again, when people think of counseling, they think of that 50-minute session one-on-one. And the school counselor role is so different, which to me is super exciting, that there's never a dull moment, there's always something going on. And I think there's a lot of creativity in the job of a school counselor to really be able to create systems, to be collaborative, uh, to be creative in interventions and things like that. So I think just finding out, making sure it's gonna be a fit for you. um, So on those days when it's hard, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of you know you're being pulled in a lot of directions that you can remain committed to the calling of school counseling Mm -hmm. Um, so I would I would say look at those resources and then we certainly welcome your applications we uh, take applications uh, to review at two different points in the year so students can apply by October 1st or March 1st and then we have normally about a six-week review process where we do invite some Um, applicants for interviews before making final decisions because we have students that start both in January and in August.
0: Okay. Now is this a, is this a independent um, process to where they take classes as they can take them and finish at their own pace?
1: Yeah, we don't use a cohort model per se here at UMSL, so we definitely recognize that almost all of our students continue to work while they are enrolled at UMSL, so our classes are here in the evenings. Most are on campus. We do have a few online offerings, but primarily we are an on-campus program with classes offered Monday through Thursday evenings, and yes, we certainly welcome students to go at the pace they need to go at. So, you know, a lot of our students probably take two classes a semester, um, which would be you know, so it's, if it's 20 classes total, that puts it about, what, three and a half years to finish the program. Mm-hmm. We do have some students who are able to go full-time. So they're taking, you know, three or four classes at a time. But often, you know, students can go at the pace and sometimes they'll say, well, I, this semester I just can't. My kid has soccer on this night or I need to coach on this night. And so they may drop down to one class a semester. Mm-hmm. Um, so we uh, have advisors here that certainly work with students to get a plan that works for them in order to be able mm-hmm. to complete the program.
0: Someone who's currently a teacher... And is interested in becoming a school counselor may listen to the, the number of practicum and experiential hours is pretty daunting how, what would you say to them about how they can balance that out and still perform their duties as a teacher but then still find ways to get those hours in to get the get the counseling degree
1: Yeah, I would say probably about half of our school counseling students work in schools. So not all of them are classroom teachers, but Mm -hmm. quite a few are. And so we certainly try to be supportive and creative with that. Um, And so I say in order to make that happen, you have to have the support of your administrator and your HR in your school district. And so if this is something you're interested in pursuing and would know that you need to be able to work while you do this, which most of us do, um, you know, having that conversation early to say what would be my possibilities to do this. And so at that point, then it's using you know, your planning periods, your lunches, often before or after school, um, in order to be able to work with students to get the hours that are needed. Mm-hmm. And often those students do take a little bit longer to get through those clinical experiences, just because of all the other responsibilities mm-hmm. they have on their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes by the very end, students will sometimes have kind of transitioned in. I'm thinking of some students who have become SEL coaches or things like that in order to have a, a little bit more counseling focused job or some kind of advising jobs as they're finishing the degree. So that is a possibility. But we will certainly, we at UMSL certainly support, if you have an opportunity for a paid internship, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and so that really just, I think, takes the creativity of you with your um, your building supports.
0: Sure. And how many students a year do you pretty typically take into the school counseling program
1: so we overall we somewhat run it by both school and clinical mental health when we're pulling in an incoming class for our numbers um i I think typically we've had about a 50% 50% acceptance rate, um, depending on the numbers that have applied. Um, our program is accredited by KCREP, which is an accrediting body for counselor education programs across the nation. And so that does determine some of our ratios that we have mm-hmm. overall a, a 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio. Um, and so, you know, we that is always a factor too in the numbers that we're admitting. But sure. probably about 50% are admitted. And we typically, it varies. I would say, you know, typically we're bringing in about 75 or 80 students across the whole academic year between mm-hmm. fall and spring.
0: Okay. Well, um, for anyone interested in the UMSL Masters of Education and School Counseling, um, look on our school website at uh, the College of Education here at UMSL. If you need direct assistance, you can always call me, My number is 314-243-0773. I'd be happy to direct you to anyone that can get you more information. And I can say that after a 17-year career as a school administrator, um, I certainly wouldn't have been able to do my job uh, at all if it wasn't for the school counselors in our building. Anytime I had a student issue, usually the first place I would go would be to that student's counselor just to try to learn more and see what they've already done for that student. And I can guarantee that they have because it's an incredibly, incredibly important resource in schools today. So thank you for your work in school counseling. And thank you, uh, Dr. Brown, now for your work with school counselors, helping them get prepared and ready for a great career. So thank you. Thank you. I am honored that you chose to join me today for the University of Missouri-St. Louis College of Education podcast. I hope you'll join me next time. Till then, I'm David Stouffer. Thank you for the work you do. Never forget, you are making a difference every day.